This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. Um, as we record this, it's the day after the big thunderstorm and whatever we want to call it that blew through here last night at around 7 o'clock. And I have to say, it was a tough night. We had no power until about 2 o'clock this morning. And um, it's really funny that you don't realize how much you take electricity for granted. <laughs> it really is. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's, got, it's just the simple things, you know, just walking into a room and flipping on a light switch. And you know, I had to run around looking for our little flashlights and had some candles lit and all that kind of stuff. And it was... It was really funny because when I stepped outside, it was quite warm after the storm went through. And we could see any house that had a generator, the lights were on. <laughs> All you could see were flashlights going through the house. So I'm just, Which is, I'm just curious to wonder how many people have called um, all these people who do the Generac generators and whatever um, since last night. Well, it goes without question that that is an excellent thing to have. Oh, yeah, it is. It's quite expensive, but it is something that, you know, it's a, it's not a bad thing. Do you have one at your house? No, I consider it all the time. Yeah. We did not. We were, last night, we were um, <clears throat> out to dinner at Russell's because... Of course, it was um, Joseph Moskovitz's birthday yesterday. So happy mm -hmm. birthday, Joe Moskovitz, the city manager mm -hmm. at Pittston, in Pittston, Pennsylvania, doing a wonderful job. And he's a great guy. And so the three of us, Meyer and Joe and I, had dinner. And it was nice because we were supposed to be outside. But when I got there at 7 o'clock, the skies were so black. Yeah. So everyone who was outside suddenly now was inside the restaurant. Um, mm -hmm. But it was it was um, 
it, as we were going in, I, it started to drop just a little bit of rain. And then, you know, looking at the reports today, because then when we got out, we I didn't hear one thing while we were in there. And when we got, we left, it was not raining anymore. And I didn't see any issues yeah. coming home from this neck of the woods in Dunmore. I don't know, but they did say that the um, Clark Summit area got hit and, and a lot of Lackawanna County. Yes. So. Yeah, um, big trees fell, took down wires with them, and um, one lightning bolt just split a tree in half. Uh, it, it's, it was pretty intense. And the winds that came along with it were just incredible. I mean, uh, hurricane force winds. So it, it was it was really pretty. But the thing is, it only lasted for three to four minutes. It literally well, came in, do. blew through, and off it went. Now it's funny because I just noticed I was I was leaving today that one of my spinners in my yard that we just put up last weekend one half of it is has spun right off <laughs> and, it's, oh. and it's happened before so i mean the parts are right there but that kicked right off and the other side didn't and the other one that i have did not either and they're both the same thing hmm. um and then i look at other things that are sitting here and they were nothing was blown over, nothing was moved, nothing. So it's just amazing, I guess. It depends on how it goes. The wind. Yeah, it does. It is amazing. It's just a couple blocks Other away nature. from here. Nobody lost anything. A couple blocks. And you know, uh -huh. weird. But anyway, it was our turn last night, I guess, to uh, to be in the middle of that because we've had so many storms and things that. People in Scranton and other places have been seriously affected by, and we didn't get a thing. So I think it was our turn. You know, what goes around comes around. Well, yeah. So anyway, we got through it. We got through it. Yep. And it was Which is only about, uh, I think, maybe quarter of two this morning that the stuff, the electricity came back on, and and it was fine. And the funny part is, of course, you realize what you left on before you went upstairs to go to bed. So the television yeah. was on, the chandelier in the, in the dining room was on, everything, you know, was lit up. Like we had been right. at seven o'clock that night. And I think it scared the cats so much because they are used to sleeping downstairs at night. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Were you guys finished eating? Because you usually no. eat late. No, we were not, but no. we just continued to eat, and it we was, thankfully we had. Oh, yeah, right. We sat down, <laughs> and we were eating when this happened, so it wasn't, uh, the timing was fine. We just finished up what we had, but I couldn't, I was afraid to um, clean up the plates and, you know, do that kind of thing, because I didn't know how much we had access to water and all that stuff. But in any event, there I was at 2 o'clock this morning, turning everything off, putting things in the refrigerator. <laughs> it was fine. It was just funny, but it was fine. And, and I don't know where both of the cats went, but one finally came up and started rubbing around my feet. So I knew they were okay. It was just funny. I would have loved to have seen that act when that 
when that came on, they probably both flipped up into the air about the five uh-huh. feet and ran. With their legs, with their legs all out. Exactly. Uh, did you like exactly. my cat noise? Did you like my cat that noise? Was I good. Was a good job. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that and horses I can do. Um, I'll play. Well, We're not going there. We won't do the horse. Oh, here we go. <laughs> anyway, hey, speaking of horses, the conduct, Kentucky Derby is going to happen on its regular yes, time. Yes, it this is. Year. This Saturday. That makes me happy. Makes Are me you going to wear a hat? Well, I have a hat on now, even as we speak. However, it's not Kentucky Derby um, certified <laughs> or appropriate, but I have I'll a hat because I'm on my hat. way to. No, 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 I don't have one of those. I have an Irish rain hat that I got um, this Ireland company that I love, um, and I have okay. two of them, and it's great, and it's perfect for the rain. So I have it on because I have to go get my hair cut today. So okay. you guys will give a big shout-out to Joanne Cummings because, you know, um, her our dear friend Mary Jo listens every week to us, you know. So big shout-out mm-hmm. to Mary Jo at Sanderson State yes. Street. So, um, mm-hmm. because as you know, I go to two different salons, one for the cut, one for color. So, um, today is my cut and I'll see the girls and I'll tell Mary Jo that, and you're going later today too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we'll make sure we tell her to listen and give a big shout out. She's so cute and she's so good at what she does. So, yes, she is. um, but yes, it's, um, it's, I'm, I'm looking, Lynn, as I'm sitting outside, I'm looking because I'm in my car, not sitting in the rain. But the, and I always say this at this time of the year, but April, you have the weirdest weather, but the, the beauty of all of the green and everything coming up. And like my tree in the back didn't ha- had just little buds, my oak. It's not my oak, it's the maple. And now it's, the leaves are like so big and so green and, all of these, mm-hmm. I'm just looking down my driveway with all my um, lilies popping up and the, oh, I just love it. I just, it's just such, yep. and the hostas are all popping up and it's just beautiful to see all the stuff come back to life. It's just amazing how nature works. It is. It, it is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I love, love this time of year. Me, yep. It makes me very happy. Every and the birds are out and, yes. Mm-hmm. And it was you know, sunny here before. It was a nice yeah. It started to get um, sunny, but now it's a little yucky. So It's going to be we'll yucky all day. Rain. Mm-hmm. I know. But that's all right. Is your, is your friend doing his chore today? My friend? Uh, yes, I believe he is. I'm not okay. sure. Uh-huh. He said he was, but I haven't. Okay. Uh, I don't know that he's up there, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, well... So, what other, any other um, tidbit of information, anything else you did? No, I just wanted to um, acknowledge uh, another listener um, who I was speaking to recently, um, Attorney Eugene Kelly, who is um, with Kelly, Polish, and I forget what else. I'm sorry, Gene. (laughs) I should have looked it up before I said it. Yeah, but yeah, he's been listening to us for years, and and I think it's wonderful that we have those kind of listeners who really appreciate whatever it is that we do that uh, that they wouldn't miss it. So yay, that's good. And I love I and love I, the guys that. I, 
What? Go ahead. The guys. No, I just love that men listen. So many men, as you know, when we get, or as Meyer would say, so many men, so little time. Um, So many men listen to... listen to this show and they love it and they say they get the perspective of a woman and I think it's very smart of a man to do that you know who also listens Carl Witkowski I was just on a zoom call with him this morning he listens all the time and my good buddy Larry O'Hara listens and he he you know these guys are they're always whenever you know Larry will you know, text me or email, face, do messenger and say, listen to your show today, but he has a beautiful daughter, Kelly. And I know Kelly way back when she was a little girl and they listen when they're going places together. And it's just, it's such a nice thing when you hear people say, Oh, I listen to you every day, every week. It is. So it's nice. Yep. Can't beat that. It is. Can't beat it. And, and the general's doing all right. The general's doing fine. He's doing extremely well. Yeah, he's uh, looking. For, uh, God, he's looking forward to getting up to the lake and getting out on the boat. So he says. Yeah. And we'll mm-hmm. see if he will if he will do that. <clears throat> so. Well. Um, yeah, it's, that it's should the, happen. The docks are in. Oh, are they? Everything's ready. Yes, they they are. I just have to get. When the boat. does it? Does that always? Does that always happen in the month of April? No. 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 But every couple of years, um, the lake owners, and it's one of the utility companies right now. I forget who it is. But they uh, they have to lower the PPL? lake. In sub- no, it it's not PPL. No. no. It's been sold a couple of times to other ones since then. Oh, okay. But, okay. but what they do is they, uh, every couple of years, they let all the dock owners know that they are going to lower the lake usually about the 1st of October. And when they do that, they do it because they have to do some work on the dam and some other stuff. So they need to get the water down. So what they do is they give us an extra month at the beginning. So the docks are allowed to be in the water earlier than they would normally be. So this year it was around April 15th. It usually is around May 15th, a week or two before Memorial Day. But that means that if they're going in early this year, the water's coming down quicker. So you can put it in, but like for things that happened yesterday, there's too many, the weather is so crazy in April. I don't want to put a boat in the water because I have no idea what kind of windstorms or other craziness can happen. So it's not in yet. It probably will be in in a couple weeks, but there we are. So you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show and we will be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's morning news with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden and more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, 
at lauricadden.com. L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA OneSource Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA OneSource Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA OneSource Realty, always there for you. Here's Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. That's available on, I want to still want to say iTunes, but you can't say that. Um, well, can't you just say good. any iPad? iPod? No, because they don't call it that anymore. They call them, they call them Apple Podcasts, and then Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and all kinds of other places where you normally get your podcasts. Okay, and I'm Laurie Cadden. I am the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. I'm saying, can you just say? You can listen to me on any place that you get your podcast. You could, but a lot of people don't don't know that. They don't know. I can't tell you how which many one people. to do. Uh, not just how to get a podcast. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't think I've ever done it. Well, that's what I'm saying. So there's for for all of us who have Apple phones. Um, there is a little icon in the first or second page of your icons on your phone that says podcast. It's a little purple one, and it has a, a little kind of an icon in it. I don't remember what it is. It kind of looks like a microphone or sound waves or something. And when you click on that, then it takes you to the Apple place where you can put in the name of a podcast and they will search for it, and once you find it, you just click on it and listen. Or what you can do, which we would love to have you do, is subscribe to it. And if you subscribe to it, that means every time there's a new uh, episode, it automatically shows up in your podcast icon. So that's what we want to do. I was just looking for mine. I don't place. see it. Okay. It's there. Well, anyway. Okay, um, so... 
So that's it. So we want to, you know, make sure people go and, and not only they can listen to the Laurie and Lynn show as a podcast, which we rarely say, but that is true. It is a podcast. And the people at WILK Entercom uh, usually upload the latest episode on either Saturday evening or Sunday. And sometimes we have to give them a little push, but it is, it is there. So you can listen to us there. And, uh, and we, uh, that's also where power of the purse podcast is housed uh, as well as a bunch of other places. So anyway, I have a story Uh-oh. I thought okay. we would start with. So here we go. Audrey told a group of women she played Mahjong with that she was very worried about her personal financial security. She didn't quite word it that way because she felt uncomfortable sharing this with the other women in the group. It kind of came up in the conversation when one of the women was talking about her fears of how tight things would be if they cut social security. She wondered aloud how that would affect her too. There was silence in the room after she said it. She realized that was because most of the women there thought she was, quote, well off, unquote, since her late husband had been president of one of the local banks. What they did not know was that he had had a gambling problem. And during their marriage, it caused some serious breakpoints in their financial stability. Oh, he'd been through rehab for this behavior more than three times. And that made a dent in their portfolio, which was very hard for her to accept. She's been advised to divorce him for her own financial security, but his high profile in the community gave her pause to reflect on the benefits that status brought to their lives. The paid for country club membership, the company car, the holiday parties they hosted under his expense account, and many other perks she would have to sacrifice. So she stayed. What she did not understand until it was too late was that he borrowed money against the equity in their house to pay the gambling debts. And once he passed, she had to sell it. She told the Mahjong players that was because she had to downsize since her children were no longer in the area and the house was too big for one person. In fact, The bank took the house when he died to pay off whatever debt he owed. Now she was concerned because her social security, social security was barely enough to get her through the month in this little condo she was able to buy with the help of the bank. She knew if she had any major health issues, she probably would have to sell that condo too. She sought my help on this and I told her I thought it was time that her children knew about their father's addiction and the effects it had on her financial security. That evoked a flood of tears, but I reminded her that this was not a burden she needed to carry herself. I felt certain that her children who had very secure marriages and great careers would be happy to help her. Shortly after that, we arranged a family meeting to share the story in as low-key a way as possible to let them know what was happening to their mother. Many tears were shed, but the result was that they agreed to give their mother a set amount of money 
each month to help her out. Although it was eye-opening for all of them, they all agreed that keeping mom safe was their number one priority. So if you have any concerns about your personal finances and want the advice of a non-family member, please go to my website, lynnsevens.com, and let me know how I can help. Yeah, that's a story. Yeah, that's a, and that's a, and isn't it funny how people just perceive what the perception people have of people? They don't know anything to be true, but they perceive it based on how you conduct yourself, how you act, what you wear, what you drive, where you go. Yes. And they think that that's what it is, and it's not, including, obviously, some of her dear friends. Yeah, and and I think also her generation was such that you never talked about things like that outside of the house. And so these women she had known, I mean, she knew them. I don't know how close they were, but she knew them, you know, and and they would talk openly about their marriages, their kids, their grandchildren. But she kind of kept everything really close to the vest. And I think that they realized that uh, when she said that one thing, about the social security just kind of off the top of her head um there was a lot more behind that and what i don't understand about lynn help me about that story why did the kids have to give her money if she still was getting social security because that's all she had that's all she had and their lifestyle was such that he had had you know uh but she didn't have a pension or he didn't he didn't have a pension they knew or anything? It was gone. It was gone. It was absorbed by his debts. Okay. His, well, his gambling debts yeah. were six figures. Yeah, which, which can happen. And so that, all that stuff was gone, and she didn't know it because he died before they started retirement. So she, and didn't, I guess she because assumed he, it was all going to be there, but it wasn't. And I guess because he worked for the bank, he was able to, like, wouldn't she have signed to mortgage the property to pay his debt? Well, of course, but she didn't. Women in that generation didn't know. He just put it in front of her and said, sign this, and she did. Jeez, oh, God. I know it happens, but it's just amazing. It does. It happens more than you know. I it's know, because we talk about that all the time. Yes. And the other it, thing is, and what bad. I also liked is her admit, her, how she admitted you know, she 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 was advised to di- divorce, but because of his status, decided to stay. Um, now, was that when she was ha- raising her children, or later that she didn't want to give up the lifestyle? Later. Wow, the kids we talk were, about that the all the time. Gone. Yeah, the kids were gone. They were all college educated, married, and off on their own, and it was just a continuation of their lifestyle. But that's what they did. And uh, the bank paid for most of it, so she didn't know. Wow. So, you know, he borrowed money. He did a lot of things to try to keep up with it, and it, it was a serious addiction. And unfortunately, he couldn't overcome it. As many of them are, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Wow. So I think of that often. I think that's what reminded me that we are now into this glut of these television commercials for all these online casinos and how easy it is 
to set up an account and blah, blah, blah. And when I was looking at that, it just reminded me of her situation, which is what made me think to write this. So, um, yeah, and you know what not, else, Lynn, the, the other, no, but you know what else is, is interesting, you know, when the, the one woman says, oh, it's like having a casino in your own living room. And, you yeah. know, I mean, for most people, it's just like any other addiction, it's perfectly fine. And, and you know, you, things are, are work, you know, it's a great, fun, entertaining thing to do. But it's just like drinking or anything else. People who have an addiction just... It, and and especially the gambling thing, I would think, just gets you, you know, when you get that high from the win, you know, yeah. you just think you can mm -hmm. keep on doing it, and yeah. that's that's scary. Yeah, and I don't, I just don't understand why it is something that is not more controlled by. I mean, we you know we have state stores in in this state. That, that allow you to do to take certain amounts of alcohol. There's only a certain amount of beer you can buy in a store at a time. There's all kinds of restrictions, but it seems to me that when you're now in a situation where you're allowed to have, as that woman said, a casino in your living room, you know, where, where are the breaks? Anybody can do that. And you have to swear that you're 18 years old. Well, there are kids that know how to get around that stuff. They're smart enough. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just yeah, not I good. Mean, I'm just so sick of looking at them. Yeah, the bottom line is, though, when there's these casinos, many of them do very, they do a lot of good for the community, and, and it's just people who have, who get wrapped up in that. Um, it's just a form of entertainment like anything else, and people who don't have the willpower or have the issues with addiction, and and it it, it, it happens. I mean, it happens. Because yeah. then you have the, you know, anyone who doesn't, who just lives an enjoyable life going and doing or drinking or whatever. It's you know, it's just—it's what happens. It's what happens. Yep. But it can any of that kind of stuff. Anything where financial, you know, if you're if you lose a job due to um, you know drug abuse or alcoholism, and your income is is taken away, or you're you're gambling this way or that, it's just—it's terrible for the people who you know, who go through it and those who live with them. It's just, it's that's just right. not an easy thing, no matter how you look at it. Yep. So that's the truth. But anyway, um, so I didn't tell you I was going to the casino tonight, did I? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you did not. Just kidding. Anyway. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're going to leave. We have the lovely Leah Genacopoulos coming up. Um, yep. next and she has a special guest with her and we will uh, see you next we'll see you next uh, segment and just hold on and we'll be right back you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, 
Stitcher and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. Barbetti LLC is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale LLC CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and non-profit organizations. Call Barbetti McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you? Member FDIC. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, I'm Lynn Evans, the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. That's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and several others. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And joining us today as our guest expert is Ms. Leah Genacopoulos, who is a realtor with ERA One Source Realty. ERA has about 100 um, agents in 10 offices, 7 counties. Or did I get that backwards, Leah? You got that backwards. <laughs> backwards. <laughs> That's okay. And Good. anyway, we're here. Leah's going to um, introduce us to um, another realtor who's going to talk to us a little bit about um, the fact that he's been a realtor for a while, but also that he he's one of these um, flippers who buys and flips houses and, and then get the perspective from that standpoint as well. So Leah, welcome. Thank you for joining us and please introduce your guest. 
Sure. So I thought it would be really nice to bring on Jason Thomas with us to the show. He's actually, he's going to be a realtor with our company for three years coming up and he's been a realtor for over 12 years. So he has a lot of knowledge. And then after he got into real estate, he also got into the investing side as far as buying, flipping, selling, renting the whole nine yards. So I was going to let him take that part over and get into why, you know, it's important that you should invest in real estate and kind of like what he looks for and how he does it from his standpoint, you know, and especially right now, you know, we're all kind of in a tough spot with buying real estate or finding a house, you know, and what he's doing as an investor and how he's doing it because someone like him is the type of people we need right now because we need these houses flipped and on the market immediately so we could sell them. So I'm going to give this over to Jason so he can kind of give us a little bit more information as to why he got into real estate and exactly what he's doing now. Great. Hi, this is Jason Thomas with the ERA. How are you? We're good. How are you, Hi, Jason? Jason? Good. Very good. Good. So this is exciting. Tell us about uh, what do you look for in a property when you say I'm going to buy that because I think I can flip it. What What do you What are the criteria you use to say this would be good? Well, first and foremost, as everybody knows in real estate, location, location, location. Mm-hmm. Um, location's got to be a good location or at least a halfway decent location. <clears throat> now, uh, again, that's my opinion. Th- these are all my standards, what I look for. I know right. a lot of investors, you know, they'll buy anything anywhere. Uh, but when I buy, I, I want to buy something that I know is for me is going to be a home run that it's, it's going to work. Um, so first and foremost is location. Um, then I look at the amount of work it's going to need. Then I look at the size. Um, obviously, you know, a bigger home is going to take more work, uh, more money and more time, but you don't want to go too small and you don't want to go too big. So those are kind of some of the things that I look at when, when I'm looking at a particular property, uh, to possibly flip. When, when you look at a piece of property and you're talking about, those three criteria you just mentioned about the uh, the location. Obviously, you want it to be in a location that's got some criteria that says this is a good one. Like, is it the school district? Is it um, relative to a bus stop? Is it what are the when you think of location? What, are you just referring to the town the house is in, or some other? No, generally I just kind of look at the block that it's on, um, look at the surrounding houses, look at the neighborhood, look to see how the neighbors maintain the exterior of their property. Um, As far as school districts, I mean, yes, obviously, excuse me, being in a good school district is definitely a positive thing. Um, But there's so many buyers out there right now that a lot of people don't, a school district isn't going to be a make it or break it for them. So when I look, I'm pretty much open to just about any school district. My primary, primary focus when I talk about location is that immediate block and the immediately surrounding houses. Mm 
it's, it's a lot easier to sell a house on a block where the other houses are nice. If you you could buy a house and make it beautiful uh, on the outside and inside, but if the house next door is falling apart, you know it's going to be a deterrent to a potential buyer. Jason, do you also find um, where is less, most sometimes less desirable than for the school district? Do you also do multi-unit and keep them? Are you a landlord as well, or do you just strictly do it for the in, uh, the flip and then the investment and then to to flip it and put it back on the market? What what's your forte with that? I do also have rental property, so yes, I am a landlord as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, on that. In that perspective, I I really don't look um, I don't look too hard at the neighborhoods because at the end of the day, there's always going to be tenants. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know if you're in a less desirable neighborhood or block, uh, then you know you have to expect uh, to have uh, a lot of interest uh, in the property, but. You have to choose wisely when you're looking through tenants. Yeah, because I think when it's it's a house, a single-family property that you buy and then flip, um, it, it would be more important for that school district to come into play because as the old line is, you don't buy a house, you buy a school district. Um, so I would assume then it's a little bit easier when you're renting, not that people aren't um, there won't be tenants with children who are going to school, but they're not paying the taxes that go along with having their child in that school district. So it's a little bit less of a first priority than maybe if you were doing a single family who may want to do that as for that purpose. Um, do you find then in that situation that um, you're, when you do pick a house, and, and I, I agree with you, I think when a house is, is it looks like something you can do and it's doable and and you know you as you said there's always someone who who's going to need to rent so that is true i think that um when you're out there and you're you're looking and you're trying to decide from an investment standpoint which one is going to be because like you you also mentioned the other things you look at the cost how much work that has to be done what on average do you think, Jason, do, is a return on someone who is flipping a home? Because watching those shows on TV, which I never put much credence in to because they're, they're never really quite accurate. But it, it's a lot of work to, to do the work you're doing, to making sure. Do you, do you subcontract? What do, you, do, you, do you do work as well, or uh, would you have someone do it for you? Uh, I do a little bit of both. I, I do a little bit of both. Uh, I do okay. some of the work and I sub some of the work out. Um, it really depends on the type of work. So to give an example, when it comes to electrical plumbing, uh, with the electrical and plumbing, a lot of the times what I'll do is I may run all the water lines. I make plumbing water lines is, is pretty easy. Uh, that's that's not too hard. So a lot of the times I'll do the plumbing myself. Um, the electrical, a lot of the times what I'll do is I'll run all the lines and then I'll have a contractor come in and connect all the devices and put it into the panel box. I know how to do all of it. Uh, it's just kind of with permits and, you know, the yeah. city's, you know, laws and their, their codes and everything. 
mm-hmm. they don't like, you know, people that aren't licensed to do the work. Right. So right. a lot of the time so, I'll run I'll run it and have them connect it. So then my point is, and I kind of went off on that, but just because I wasn't sure if you were doing the work or you were having it um, done, you know, uh, subbed out, I I wondered then, what is an annual, and maybe you don't know this, not annual, but average percentage on once you do the work, put everything in, what's a good return for someone who would flip up? You don't, you know, if you're looking at it from an investment standpoint, do you use an average and a percentage of what you spent versus what you're going to get? How do you calculate whether that's a good deal? Well, the way that I do it, I mean, and everybody has their own uh, formula method, mm-hmm. how they do it. Uh, but the way that I do it is, I basically just sit down, write write down on a piece of paper, you know, what I paid for it, approximately what I think I'm going to have into it. And as a realtor, I have a little bit more resources at my fingertips versus just a regular investor. But uh, I'll look at comps as to what. Uh, I think I'm going to be able to sell it for, and then that's where my number comes up. Uh, For me and how I advise my clients, I generally tell my clients that, you know, if you could make $25,000, you know, if that's your minimum, uh, that's that's a decent deal. And obviously it depends on how How long long and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How long you're going to be into the project. Uh, Because even if I'm doing the work, my time is valuable. Um, right. I, I have four children. You know, I, I have a full-time job. So with flipping, you know, I have to factor that in that, you know, my time is worth something. So I factor that in there as well. But if you could make $25,000 on a flip and as far as the construction aspect of it, if you're in there for, you know, two to three months, you know, that's, that's a good return. Uh, some of the investors that I work with, uh, these guys, you know, they make fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars on mm-hmm. a single flip. Yep. Well, it, you, 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 now, did you say you have a full-time job in addition to flipping and selling real estate? No, real estate is my full-time job. I was going to say, dear God, how do you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, did you did you think they live? I'm thinking, man, this guy's yeah. ambitious. I love it. <laughs> well, you're ambitious anyway because it it takes a lot to do to do that work. It just does. To it's the time you have to put. What you're like you said, you have to. Your time is valuable. It has to go into that, and that's what I I like to say. And Lee and I were talking about this a little bit this morning. The value that. Um, realtors need to people to believe in because as we know we if we're showing a property and we only make money as realtors if um, we sell something um, otherwise it's time invested in in trying to sell something so um, right. you do have to consider what your time is worth and and in all of that at the end and that's why I, I think it was important for people to hear that that you kind of believe what it is you're, you're, you're valued at because that's what you're putting your time and energy into. So that's wonderful. And, and Jason, I, I mean, as Leah said before, you're a multi, um, um, what is it? What do you say that? Multi-million dollar producer, multi-million dollar producer. So, I mean, that's, that's a big deal. So, um, good luck to you. Keep it up, keep going, doing your thing. Um, what is your favorite? Do you have a, do you have a place that you like primarily look for now be having done this for a while or do you you just look all over? I, 
basically Lackawanna, Luzerne County, anywhere. Okay. You know, I, I have to take into consideration how long it takes me to get to and from right, uh, right. the project. Mm-hmm. And that's part of your time then, so that's it. All right, well, Jason, thank you for this. This has been um, um, an interesting conversation, learning a little bit more about um, what to do, how to do it, and the fact that it's, it can be done. And uh, it's interesting. So good luck to you yeah. going forward. And I'd like to uh, just throw my phone number out there if anybody has I was just going to ask you that. Yeah, Go absolutely. Ahead. If anybody has any questions on flipping or, you know, investments or anything, uh, 570-309-1095. Again, that's 570-309-1095. And right now is the time to sell. Everybody needs to list their properties. There you go. And also, if they if they didn't get the number, they can always call ERA and ask for you, and someone will get that to you, correct? Absolutely. There you go. Well, Jason, thank you. Thank you, Leah. Lynn, we'll see you soon. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. Uh, thanks for listening. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.